from the east coast and the sunny shores of South Carolina. Welcome to Dark Reality. We'll be discussing the unknown from cryptoids to conspiracy theories and unusual happenings. I'm your host, John Ringo. Welcome to Dark Realities. Good evening and welcome to Dark Reality. Tonight's subject, ogres. Ogres are hulking giants, notorious for their quick tempers. When it's enraged or incited, an ogre lashes out in a frustrated tantrum until it runs out of objects or creatures to smash. Ogres are as lazy of mind as they are strong of body. They live by raiding, scavenging, and killing for food and pleasure. The average adult specimen stands between 9 and 10 feet tall and weighs close to a 1,000 pounds. The ogre has furious tempers. Ogres are notorious for their quick temper, which flare at the smallest perceived offense. Insults and name-calling can rouse an ogre's wrath in an instant, as can stealing from it, bumping, jabbing, or prodding it. Laughing makes faces, or simple, simply looking at it in the wrong way. When its rage is incited, an ogre lashes out in a frustrated tantrum until it runs out of objects and creatures to smash. The ogre is a gruesome glutton. Ogres eat almost anything, but they especially enjoy the taste of dwarves, halflings, and elves. When they can, they combine dinner with pleasure, chasing scurrying victims around before eating them raw. If enough of its victim remains, after the ogre has gorged himself, it might make a loincloth from the quarry's skin and a necklace from its leftover bones. This macabre crafting is the height of an ogre's culture. The ogre is also a greedy collector. An ogre's eyes glitter with avarice when it sees the possessions of others. 
ogres carry rough sacks on their rads, which they fill with fabulous treasures taken from their victims. This might include a collection of battered helmets, a moldy wheel of cheese, a rough patch of animal fur fastened like a cloak, or a squealing, mud-splattering pig. Ogres also delight in the gleam of gold and silver, and they will fight one another over small handfuls of coins. Smarter creatures can earn an ogre's trust by offering it gold or a weapon forged for the creature of its size. The ogre, without doubt, is legendary for its stupidity. Few ogres can count to ten even with their fingers in front of them. Most speak only in rudimentary form of giant and known a spattering of common words. Ogres believe what they are told and are easily fooled or confused. But they break things they don't understand. Silver-tongued tricksters who test their talents on the savage typical end up eating their eloquent words and then being eaten in turn. The ogre is primitive wanderers. Ogres close themselves in animal pelts and uproot trees for use as a crude tool or weapons. They create stone-tipped javelins for hunting. When they establish liars, they settle next to the ritual edges of civilized lands taking advantage of poorly protected livestock or undefended lairds and unwary farmers. An ogre sleeps in caves, animal dens, or under trees until it finds a cabin or isolated farmhouse whereupon it kills the inhabitants and liars there. Whenever it is bored or hungry, an ogre ventures out from its lair, attacking anything that crosses its path. Only after an ogre has depleted an area of food does it move on. Ogres seem to travel in gangs. 
Ogres sometimes band together in small nomadic groups. But they lack a true sense of tribalism. When bands of ogres meet, one knight or one might attempt to capture the members of the other group to increase its numbers. However, ogre bands are just as likely to trade members freely, especially if the welcoming band is temporarily flush with food and weapons. Whenever possible, ogres gang up with other monsters to bully or prey on creatures weaker than themselves. They associate freely with goblins, orcs, and trolls, and practically worship giants in the giant's complex social structure known as the ordining. Ogres rank between the lowest giants in stature. As a result, an ogre will do nearly anything a giant asks of them. And now, the second story. Flying Humanoids. During the second week of August 2020, 29 sightings of flying humanoids, mostly in Chicago, they've been observed hoovering in the air, but one took a dramatic leap off the Sears Tower, and two more performed aerial maneuvers above the Adler Planetarium. They flew figure eights around each other. The witness recounted that this is a true story. It looked like they were dancing in a strange sort of way. It was actually quite beautiful, considering how freaking strange it was. One of the sightings was reported by a police officer and confirmed by a self-described aspiring journalist, both of whom saw a tall, thin figure jump off an apartment building in Auburn, Grisham, and fly away. Lon Strickler, who has been investigating flying humanoids since the late 1970s, and has been keeping record of the current rash of sightings on his website, 
phantoms and monsters. Says he has never heard of so many reports from one place in such a short period of time. In comparison, the Mothman, who haunts the skies above Point Pleasant, West Virginia, during the 1960s, was a retired homebody. Most of the flying humanoids here have been spotted around Lake Michigan, which makes sense to Stickler. Lots of weird stuff appears around the lake, like unidentified flying crafts and orbs. Maybe the lake is some sort of portal. He's not really sure. Anyway, based on the reports coming from Chicago, Stickler thinks that there have been three separate humanoids flying around. The early sightings were of a tall, feathered being with wings and glowing red eyes. The second wave were reported and probably Lechuchas, Mexican witches, that transform into owls or eagles. But the most recent sighting have mostly closely resembled large black bats, between six and eight feet tall, with a wingspan of about 12 feet. Stickler feels confident that these are, in fact, flying humanoids and not gliders or drones or large birds, and that the people who have been calling in the reports are extremely sincere. He says that BS meter is pretty good, but he's still not sure what the humanoids are or why the, what they want or why they're here. It very well may be an extra-dimensional traveler of some type. Stickler himself has seen a flying humanoid six times, and Bigfoot once. His first encounter with a flying humanoid was back in 1988 at a Boy Scout camp along the Conewago Creek near his home in southeastern Pennsylvania. Some of the scouts reported hearing an eerie noise that sounded like a crying baby. And it scared them. So Strickler and a band of investigators went into the woods to check it out. In the middle of their second night in the woods, they found the source of the sound. Stickler stated, 
we have all the flashlights, he remembers. It shot out of the creek like a rocket. One thing all of us noticed was the bright red eyes. It was six foot tall with wings behind its back. It just shot up. As it started flying away, we heard the screaming sounds. It was pretty dramatic, but it wasn't a harboring thing. I believe that it's something that lives around the creek. One of the more comforting things about talking to Stickler about paranormal phenomenon is his matter-of-factness in recounting what happened. And more importantly, his reluctance to ascribe any particular meaning to these phenomenon. Yes, the Mothman appears preceded a bridge collapse that killed 46 people. But Stickler says that doesn't prove anything. There's been a stigma attached to these flying humanoids. That they're a harbinger of something bad to come. Then people use it as an excuse for something that happens. I don't really want to predict anything that's going to happen in Chicago. God knows there's enough happening there now. And as of yet, nothing bad has really happened except that the truck driver has experienced a litany of strange health problems. And a few other people have had a few sleepless nights. But in 2017, who hasn't had a few sleepless nights, especially in Chicago? I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Dark Reality. Please subscribe. Send me a note. Let me know what you think. Until then, goodbye.